the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 149 of The Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Will. What's up, bro? Two things. How do you have two things already? We just started. One, you don't call me your hetero life mate long, you know, often enough anymore. Oh, not going to. And two, we're almost at episode 150. So. Oh, I know. I realized it earlier today. 150 next week. Well, no, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, here's the thing. We're saying three weeks, and this is very top of the show since you said it. Um, somebody has to do things. Well, I don't want to do 150 without you is the problem. Because I was thinking about, oh, I'll just have skiing fill in or something. But I'm like, eh. I have a wedding to go to next week. So I am out of town. Um, and Thanksgiving's coming up. And yeah, and Thanksgiving's blah, blah. the next week. Theoretically, I guess I could do next week, but it, no, Thursday's my travel day. I'll be I'll be right. on the road. I might. Um, I, I won't do an episode one fifty. I might throw something together though. Do one forty nine a. There we go. Something like that. That was a little early for disclaimers and stuff. I feel like. Yeah, that was weird. All right, let's get going. Yeah, it was your fault. And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What are you drinking, my friend? I am drinking a Kraken and cola. Kraken and Cola, bro. Uh, Release good choice. the Kraken. Yeah. I am drinking Ninkasi Brewing Company's Triceratops uh, Double IPA, which is one of my all-time favorite IPAs from that particular brewing company. I believe and it's a Triceratops. What did I say? Tops. Mm. Triceratops Double IPA. I'm tired. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I love my beer, and I love this show. 149, 150. We're almost there, dude. I like beer. I still like beer. I used to like beer. I've always liked beer. Don't you think that was a manly way to approach life? Well, it worked for Kavanaugh. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google+, Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at Amo Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Plex, and all the things. So give us a positive rating, like us, share us, and, I don't know, tell somebody. Tell them, tell them we say things at the beginning of the show that don't fit, but we leave it in because Marshall is uh, very lazy at editing lately. No, and, I think it just shows, it showcases our friendship. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, and so don't forget to pick up your uh, usual podcast gear at teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. Um, I'll talk about Extra Life in a minute, but there's some Extra Life stuff on there as well. And that just passed last weekend, but it's not too late to donate. And we've got, you know, cool graphics happening in our feed right now, which is cool. Woohoo! And we do have the timestamps in the show notes if you're not a SWOTOR fan. Um, if you're not watching live, thanks to everybody who is watching live, of course. And we'll keep an eye on the chat room, so contribute and say things. So we just came off trailer time. Let's talk about our drinking buddies, who are... John Skeen. Mr. Skeen, who joined us last week. Uh, Zen, and of course, Eddie. Uh, big time, long time uh, contributors to the show. That, that and they are. Yeah, and you can become a drinking buddy as well. Join us on patreon.com slash usual podcast. It's just 20 bucks a month. $20 a month? People spend more than that on coffee. But it's not $20 a month either. It's not. Oh, Drinking Buddy is. Yeah. yeah sorry. I just thought joining us on Patreon. No, you can be a patron for $1 a month. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, we don't want to tell people it's twenty dollars a month, but you can become a drinking buddy for twenty. A drinking buddy for twenty bucks a month. Word. Word. All right. So let's get to Star Wars: The Old Republic, my friend. Ready? Ready. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Did you play the game this week? We had extra life. Yeah, it. I know. I you blew it, dude. I blew it. You blew it. <clears throat> okay, disclaimer is you know I was sick like a week and a half ago, and I seriously that thing lasted over a week. Just coughed into my mic just now. I did. I'm sorry. I'm still getting over the, the repercussions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had a, like two or three migraines this week too. I mean, Your so mess. um, I've literally spent the entire almost the entire day on Saturday in bed. I felt so bad. But I didn't even get out of bed to almost 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, you know what I did all day Saturday? You played games. I sat in this freaking chair from 8 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Wow. Well, I got up sometimes. But it was it was a hell of an awesome day. Um, you can catch, um, actually, up on Twitch uh, is the entire 12 hours that I streamed. Wow. Actually, it's like 11 hours and 49 minutes. I started like 10 minutes late. Yeah, where's that 11 minutes? You didn't do a full 12 hours. Quite time. So then, um, but... The guild had some amazing events. Um, one of my my favorite was the match play and uh, match game. Excuse me. Kid Lee uh, put up a highlight on his feed, which I have a link in the show notes. It is literally just the match game part of it, and not. I mean, in to say there was some innuendo is an understatement. There was okay. It's match game talk. There's gonna there be was innuendo, and. I think I had a couple, some really nice innuendo remarks. So I, I'm sure there's plenty of references to innuendo. Indeed. So, and you can still donate, of course. Uh, there's a link in the show, na- show all notes. All year long. Yeah. All year long, but it does cap out for this year, um, what, December 31st or whatever. So. Yeah, and if I saw correctly on the Twitter feed, I think, didn't we hit, like... Uh, oh, yeah. We're well over $3,000 for the guild. Yeah, 15 grand for the entire run of what we've been doing. 15 grand over the last five years. Um, I raised $301 for this run this year, which is great. I raised $34. Nice job. And But every little bit counts, so it's not too late. Uh, and all the proceeds, of course, go to Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Which uh, hospital did you represent? Uh, UCSF. Very nice. That's where your sister used to work, right? Yep. She was there doing a residency there for a bit. Um, I, I always uh, have my money go to Seattle Children's Hospital because nice. uh, they help take care of my niece that is no longer with us. Absolutely. So, all that said, links in the show notes for all of that. Um, thanks to my guild. Thanks to, you know, um, Elise and Mox and JT and everybody who put all that stuff together. Um, it was a hell of a great time. All right. So good. So, you, you had a, <laughs> dude, seriously. What's going on? You're a mess. <clears throat> So, uh, overall, Extra Life was fun. Extra Life was a blast. What sort of stuff did you guys run? Um, We did, there was some CZ-198 stuff. There was um, uh, some, yeah, a couple of achievement things. Uh, We did some dance parties. There was a a superhero fashion show. Nice. Um, There was all kinds of fun stuff, man. And we did just one. The race was amazing. She was up there. But the race um, was really cool. That was on... um, Corellia at the zoo. Oh, they did it around the zoo. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so it was great. It was it was just a ton of fun, man. I just I drank most of the day and just had a great time. How many people cut through the zoo? Uh, some people cheated, but it was fine. <laughs> I call it rigged, but it's fine. 
uh, I'm guessing you're one of the people that cut through this. It's possible. <laughs> uh, so anyway, weekend game. Did you play the game? We talked about that already. No, unfortunately, I did not. I uh, um, I did uh, download the patch from last week, though. Nice. Good I job. Because I, I, I feel t- like you updating people on your downloading of patches means nothing. <laughs> it does, truly. But I, I downloaded it in the expectation of doing Extra Life. Yeah. And then I just couldn't get to it. Good stuff. Uh, I also played some Civ Six. Um, I actually played a little Civ Six during um, the lunch break because we got done with one of the events early, and I just oh, switched cool. over games and and played for a little bit. So that was kind of fun. That's cool. You know, actually, I did. Uh, um, uh, I'm also really looking forward to Fallout seventy six, which, which we just talked about, which comes out next week. Just talked about that at trailer time, live action trailer in the show notes. Amazing, cool. Well, yeah, actually, you uh, you mentioned it last week that uh, I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of a copy of uh, Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to try that game soon. New Vegas is amazing. All right. Um, what else? I think that's about it, man, for SWOTOR. There's really not any SWOTOR news this week. No, I don't um, think we're going to have anything until the next uh, next update. There is a, there is a um, I guess, a patch or a, um, no, there's maintenance this coming week, but it's just a back-end patch. Hey, Magic. Um, but we were just talking about uh, Extra Life, man. It was amazing. Great stuff. Uh, so I just thought we'd talk about a couple things, uh, gaming in general. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm okay with that. Cool. Nintendo Switch is finally getting YouTube support, which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, and my wife and I were actually just talking about, because we don't have a next-gen console, and I think if we were going to get one at this point because of the family, because of the kids, we I would probably go with the Switch. But we don't have a smart TV, and we use yeah. my PS3 for like YouTube and Hulu and all that stuff. So, if I'm going to get a Switch, I'd like it to have all the things, right. but I don't think it has all the things. No. But the fact that it's getting YouTube is kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, uh, that's a start. Uh, there's a lot of drama over Diablo. Yeah. Wh- have you been hearing about this? No, okay, honestly, I think the last Diablo I played was like Diablo 2. But Diablo 2 is important for this story. Um, so, BlizzCon happened not too long ago, and the dude got up there and he was like, there was a lot of hype coming up to it, I guess, talking about how there was going to be a new Diablo. Everybody's like, oh, it's going to be a new PC. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Then they come out and they announce it as a mobile game. Oh. And the fan. And coming as somebody that's a huge mobile game yeah. fan, that's a big letdown. The fan base lost their poop over it. So it's called Diablo Immortal. Uh, Activision stocks fell. Um, the uh, Diablo 2 producer came out and said that Blizzard doesn't even understand gamers anymore. Wow. Because, well, but the, here's the thing. You have to understand that gamers take what you say as what you're going to do. So if you come out and say, there's going to be a new Diablo game, you can't say there's going to be a new Diablo game and then come out and say it's a mobile game. You have to say there's going to be a new Diablo mobile game or there's going to be a new Diablo game. Does that make sense? It does. Okay, but this is, I'm, I'm going to kind of tie us back into a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Gamergate. Yeah. Um, And this is, that's assuming what the, the overall assumption of what the average gamer is right okay the the overall assumption is the average gamer is a you know 20s to 30s year old man who's single and plays games and buys everything on release date but no actually if you look at the statistics there are more female gamers than male gamers going on right now and most of that is on mobile right okay so if you look at what the average gamer is now they were marketing it correctly but they just did it to the wrong audience well there's there's so much going on here. There's a <laughs> there's a litany of tweets in this post I have in here. It's just hilarious. Um, there's so many complaints. There's so much going on, but people are of course shockingly on both sides of this. Of course, people are like, oh, it looks fine. 
oh, it's going to be awesome. Or this is not what they told us it was going to be. It is, it's going to be what it's going to be. But in a world, and I'm literally teaching PR campaigns to my digital media class right now. And we're talking about PR fails right now. Right. And this is going to hurt Blizzard regardless of how they, how they skew it. Because, oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, think about Blizzard is behind one of the biggest franchises in gaming history, World of Warcraft. Yes. And they have these amazing other franchises, you know, uh, um, as well. But you can't go to that fan base, this rapid fan base, and not be straightforward. You know, EA and Bioware has the same problem, you know, and you just have to you just you just have to be careful. And you're right, Nick, thanks for joining us. Blizzard <laughs> lost a fan base. They did, because I I just you can't say there's gonna be a new Diablo game and not be very specific. You right. know what I mean? Because people are like, oh my god, there's a new Diablo. They're, you know, they're starting to prep. Literally, well, when you say that, exactly. Well, because you got to think, coming from that point of view, you are correct. Because every Diablo game previously had been for PC, right? Yes. So by saying you're coming out of the new Diablo game, the uh, the assumption would be it's mm-hmm. you're not it's not you're not changing format. But it also makes sense that they're going after a mobile market. Oh, absolutely. But you don't go into BlizzCon and 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 before that, pre- uh, exactly hype. A new Diablo game and not say, by the way, it's going to be a mobile game. Right. Well, Don't get like, excited. You know, you know? If, I mean, get excited, but know what you're getting. Right. Like with LucasArts coming out and saying there's a new Star Wars game coming out. Right. You can assume it might be a mobile game. It might be a PC <laughs> game. It might be. Right. <clears throat> because they have a history of having a different variety of format games. Yeah. Um, on a lighter note, uh, if we're done with that. We um, are. What I really like about this last part, of the, since we're talking about... Um, uh, the Nintendo Switch. Um, I guess they've been bringing out old NES games to play on the platform. Right. And Nintendo Switch Online NES games for November. Um, I can't even tell you how excited I am. They're going to include Donkey Kong, Super Mario 3, Ice Hockey. The best one, though, that's happening is uh, Mighty Bomb Jack, Metroid. Metroid. The original Metroid. Um, Where everyone and- lost their shit because she was a woman. Right. And in December, uh, could you imagine when that was a thing back in the day? I know, like, right? What? And we were like all appalled. But anyway, um, even more games are coming in December. Wario Woods, Ninja Gaiden, which is amazing as well. Um, and then there's some other ones. I just, I'm I, sorry. Every time somebody mentions Ninja Gaiden, it reminds me of The Wizard. Because <laughs> the, the playing game yeah. to get to Super Mario 3 was Ninja Gaiden. And, and it was awesome because the guy said, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> And then the the girl and it says he knows Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> That's good stuff, dude. Okay, you know, I, last week I talked about um, tangenting. Well, yeah, it's about gaming. But last week good. I talked about uh, the website I found called Classic Rewind or Classic Classic Reload, right? And it had a whole bunch of games, and that's where I was playing Civ Two in browser and whatnot. Well, they had a whole bunch of ColecoVision games, and ColecoVision first of all had the most jacked up controller. Yeah, that, that, that was very... It was like a brick, and it had a number pad on it with a key and two buttons, and it was just weird. But the the, the coolest game on there was the Smurf game. I loved playing the Smurf game you on there. You just that. put coolest game and Smurf game in the same... Okay. You have to play it, but unfortunately, it's not in that, that classic reload. I'm a right. little bummed. You're going to be okay. Although, I, did, I didn't put this in the show notes, but I did see something on comicbook.com today where the... Uh, the the creator behind the Sega Genesis yeah. said it was actually designed to take down NES. 
didn't of work. Of course it was. But, yeah. well, but it was the first time I think Sega had actually come out and said that was the whole point. Well, that was the point. And there was so much console competition back then. Right. You know, I had a friend who had the, the Genesis, so we go to his house. I had the NES. And then a couple of us got the Super NES when it happened, and then the Dreamcast came, and I mean, it was back and, and forth. The person who bought the Dreamcast, you just disowned them from the fan group. Well, of course. And then the PlayStation came out, and that was a yeah. huge, huge deal. Yeah. The last game, and I've said this before, is the, the last gaming system I bought was the Dreamcast. Yeah. Because uh, I went and, and I actually Good bought decision, it. decision, by the way. I bought it in 1999. It was late, too. <laughs> because yeah, I. after the. You got it when it was already dead. <laughs> True, but the whole reason I did it is because I went down to I took over my store in LA when I was managing the music store, right. and they had a Dreamcast on sale for like twenty bucks. I'm like I'm not, and I got employee well, you're being in not to buy it, and I got it. the employee discount on top of that. And the only game that came was was Virtua Fighter. Oh, Virtua Fighter was sick. That was amazing. So, so that was that was pretty funny. We didn't have any other games for it either. Oh, so, so that was pretty funny. All right, you're dragging out the section. Are we done? I'm You're the kidding. one who put this whole section in. I know. I'm... I could talk about how at the fraternity house we played nothing but Tony Hawk Pro Skater on PS2. All I played uh, back in the day was uh, Double Seven Goldeneye. That's all. Goldeneye. Right. Yes, Goldeneye. we played Goldeneye too. Yeah. You just move on. Moving on. We lost our entire audience during that time. It's your fault for bringing games in. I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. Stand in our way. I will finish what you started. All right, Star Wars, dude. We had some big Star Wars news this week. Yeah, and weird Star Wars stuff. And this first one is the weird one. Jar Jar Binks is coming back, and it's going to be in a comic. It's called Age of the Republic Special. How do you feel about that? Cool. I'm sure it's a one shot. Yeah, I mean it's a special, but we we've already gotten little hints on Jar Jar from uh, he was in the um, the Chuck Windig series, right? Exactly, and the the graphic in this is actually kind of cool. It's it's got Mace Windu off to his right is uh or his left is uh, Jar Jar, uh, Fett, and then the front is um, Sage Ventress. Ventress, yeah, there it is. Um, anyway, so I mean we'll we'll see how it goes. It says it's Republic Special Number One. Complete multi multiple short adventures, including oh, one focused on Jar Jar Binks. So it's going to be like a in like an annual size with a whole bunch of shorts in it. I think that's kind of cool. That is very cool. I'll, I'll definitely pick that up. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So the big, some other big news. What do we got? Um, Ron Howard. So Ron Howard came out this week and said he would be open to coming back and doing another Star Wars film. I think he should. I, it'd be nice to see him do one from start to finish. True. Instead of coming in to finish someone else. Exactly. Else's. But you know what? For all the crap that they give Solo for being a failure. Well, it's just not a failure. It's a, It was an entertaining film. It was a good film. It was a lot of fun. And despite the controversy, it worked, I feel like. But I feel like if all we're hanging our hat on these days is, did it make a zillion dollars? Well, yeah, it's a failure if you compare it to every other Star Wars movie. But that doesn't mean it didn't make money. And it no, doesn't mean exactly. that Star Wars fans don't like it. No, exactly. You know what the funny thing is? Is you know we talk about like how every Marvel movie is a success, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's because not every Marvel movie can be Infinity War, right? Which and means not every Star Wars movie can be Force Awakens. And the amount so, of crap I hear from people saying like, you know, they hated Doctor Strange or Ant Man sucks or well, whatever. The thing is, they still made a zillion dollars. Well, well, that's the thing is, Star Solo made about the same as the Ant Man movies, mm -hmm. and they're not going to stop making the Ant Man movies. No. So here we are. 
By the way, we watched Ant-Man and the Wasp the other day. Wasn't it that great? That was fun. That was a lot of fun. I love the it. scene where she threw the salt shaker at the door. Yeah, and that was cool. And the guy just ran into yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and the part good. where they went underneath the car and then she made the car big. I liked when he was driving the car and did it. Yes. That was cool. Anyway. Um, wow, that was a weird quick tangent. All right. So let's, uh, what do we got next? Episode nine news. Nine, 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 nine. Yeah, you put these in. I did. Adam Driver uh, is kind of saying stuff but he doesn't say anything and it's one of these non-stories um and the only thing he says is and i quote he says it's hard uh so he was asked um uh during recent interview the actor refrained from giving any pertinent details about what fans can expect from the conclusion of the star wars saga other than claiming his character has a definite trajectory which duh of course they have a trajectory he says hard to say because we're working towards something in particular with that character Driver shared with Vulture um, when asked about what excites him about playing Kylo Ren. I don't want to give anything away. Now, he doesn't say anything else besides that. But Well, the only thing working towards and having a trajectory can be one of two things. Mm -hmm. Redemption or downfall. I agree. There's no middle ground with a character like that. I agree. But remember, and the article talks about it in here, J.J. is back. Right. And... It was kind of JJ's character to start with. Yes. I don't, and I've said this before, I don't want to see a redemption d- redemption story again. No, because it's just Vader over again. But I also don't want to see the downfall. the downfall again. So is there a medium ground that we can explore in the Star Wars universe? What does that look like? And from a storytelling perspective, I feel like there should be a medium ground somewhere in there, but I don't know what that looks like. I think the only way you can do a medium ground is that he gets banished. Okay. Whereas, and, this, and that would actually be a good mirror to, to uh, Luke, who voluntarily ostracized himself. Where if, what if... Um, do, you think, do you think Luke's uh, deal on, um, on the island is, is a medium ground? It could be. What if he's banished there? I mean... He's not well. What and, if Nick, he and Nick brings up the point of the great Jedi, which we talk about all the time in Swotor language. But, but he's not even a great Jedi. I but mean, that's not he, even. No, Luke's not a great Jedi. No, no, no. I don't think Ren can. I mean, you can't have him follow the whole Revan thing either. So, right. I, I honestly think it's going to be because it's either going to be he dies a martyr, or he dies a hero, or he doesn't die. Okay, I don't think they kill him. Well, that's the thing is if they don't kill him as a martyr and they don't kill him as a hero, that's the downfall and redemption angles. If they, if he just doesn't get killed, right, then he's stuck in a purgatory. Yeah, but what is that? I just, I'm because of the way these movies have gone. I just feel like there's not. We don't know what this looks like in the Star Wars universe quite okay, yet. What outside they, of the EU, and I'm not going to even talk right. about the EU, but I know. Well, I know they've they've in in the EU, and I'm I'm going to bring in the EU here, right. Um, sorry, or legends. Um, there, I've, I've, I can't remember the name of the planet, but there is a planet that is force ne- negative. It's mm. like it's force. It's force void. I know what you're talking about. That's the one with the Yuuzhan Vong thing, right? Yeah, Yuzhan. kind of. Yeah. yeah. So, what if they discover a planet there and they get banished? No, not the Yuuzhan Vong. It has to do with Thrawn and the and the guys that get the, the little animals that negates the force. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I don't remember. But what if? But what if they find a planet that negates force and he gets banished there that's true there's no way for but him who's banishing him i i guess that's what i'm trying to figure out you know like i think honestly i think they are going to kill him but i'd like them not to because i would actually like to see 
them have some openness beyond that. Even though, does that inadvertently continue like the Star Wars saga though, or the the Skywalker saga if he's still alive? Okay, because well, they said they were done with that. Okay, what if they did this? Okay, if he were to die in battle, he would die a martyr. If he were to be right. like died, if he were killed in punishment, that would be downfall, right? I mean, that would be. But what if he were to be like it gets to the end of the battle, he's still alive. They give him the option to redeem to 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 redeem himself, and he refuses, and then they kill him. That's no that's not one or the other. I don't know, man. I just uh we just have to see how this goes. Trajectory is so vague. But um what did Nick say? No 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 yeah. We're not Martyr is not the right Obviously not the right word. Well, not a martyr to his... He'd be a martyr to his cause. Oh, sure, 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 sure. And that's the whole viewpoint of a martyr. Right. Um, so, I don't know, man. I I love me some Kylo Ren. Don't get me wrong. I want to see the character... See, I've never been a big fan. Well, then you don't be part of this conversation. I've but, always thought he was a little bit of an emo boy. But that's why I love him. I know it is. Because then he got shirtless and he got all angsty. It's great. Come on. Dude, he went shirtless and he had that big, huge cummerbund belt thing going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's like he put on half a tux. I know, right? <laughs> but he had the parachute <laughs> pants going on. It was like hammer tux. Oh, I love it, hammer tux. All right. Oh, that's a good name for the show. Hammer tux. All right. So um, there's a little bit. John Boyega actually put on social media. He said um, he might wield a lightsaber in episode nine, but. Shocker, he did in seven. But he did in seven as well. And the only reason I think he didn't in eight is because he was unconscious most of the time. Exactly. Um, but do you think he is trying to inadvertently allude to the that he might have force powers? Or is he just saying, I'm going to do what I did in seven? See why I put this in here? You're weird. No, but what I'm saying is... No, I agree. I, I, I honestly think if they don't bring in his latent force ability... Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a loss. I mean, well, I mean, we there was so much speculation um, before episode seven even dropped that he was force sensitive, right? And the fact that he had a lightsaber was great, right? But he was military, made sense. He could wield it. Yes. He also didn't wield it like a Jedi. He never showed any force sensitivity whatsoever. No, but it, it, sorry, I, I misspoke. Poe Dameron, they need to bring in his force sensitivity. Well, because he grew up under that force tree thing. Well, not only that, the pilot, the piloting is insane. Um, but I don't know. Is Boyega is Boyega? <laughs> is Finn going to be force sensitive? Also, if I, I think if he if you do I think that's him, too much. Yeah, because then it's like, well, who isn't? <laughs> True, Broom Boy has the power. I know, too. right? So here we are. Um, you're right, Nick. We're not ignoring you. We we you, you got we got you. So what's going on with Clone Wars? Oh, the Clone Wars. Um, there was a story that popped up that talked about the cancellation um, uh, originally was because it was getting too graphic. Okay, when I was going through the show notes here and I saw that, I was like, dude, did they already cancel it? It hasn't <laughs> even come back yet. No, it's the original cancellation, which I think is interesting, though, because I actually never finished the series because I wanted to watch it with my kids, but they were very young at the time. And it does get dark really quick. Yes. Um, I do like the Clone Wars for that reason, though. Um, but if it's a Disney show, kids show, animated, kind of makes sense. I don't buy it all the way, but it is what it is. But that said, um, there is an update on the Clone Wars. About season seven. Yeah. Ashley Eckstein 
who does the voice of Ahsoka Tano, of course. Yes. Um, she says, I can promise, obviously, Dave Filoni is part of it. Right. And he's done his best to bring back a lot of key people that are part of the show. Pretty much all the cast members and then some. Some of the main crew members. Okay. Um, the stories are incredible. The people are incredible. And anything that Dave Filoni touches is going to be amazing. So, um, yeah. Here we go. Very cool. I'm excited. Uh, mostly, I, need I love catch up on the, I need to catch up on the first six seasons. No, and I I never watched him either. I watched the first two, I think. And then I was like, oh, I want to watch these with my kids. But well, they're just too young. Right. You know? And then I never went back because we started watching Rebels and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, so, let's move forward here. The Mandalorian. Yeah, it's actually just a tangential thing. But um, Lucasfilm, well, not Lucasfilm, ILM announced that they're actually uh, – creating a television division um i'm guessing to start working on all these series that they're going to be doing for yeah, the I got a big one in a minute. Big one. um but uh the first series that, that it's called ilm tv mm-hmm. is working on is the mandalorian um and actually this is something i forgot to bring up when we were talking about ron howard is you know they're starting to release director names of who's directing episodes right, right. we already know favreau is the main producer i think he's directing one uh i think Filoni's directing one but they just announced that Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter, no is way. directing one. Oh, that's great. And most people know her because she's been in the Jurassic World movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, the big news this today that literally dropped today um, is that the other live action series that got announced literally today is going to be this afternoon is Cassian Andor from Rogue, Rogue One yes. is going to have his own series. Cool. How do you feel about this? And it's um, going to obviously take place before as we're building this building and everything pre-Rogue One. Right. I th- the cool thing is, is there's stuff that they can bring in. Because obviously, um, he was working with Leia. Right. You know, so, For a while. Right. So you can have Leia off camera. Um, just, you know, mentioned. Um, you can obviously bring in C-3PO and R2-D2. Or K- K- uh, K2. KS, uh, the other droid. K2SO. K2SO. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can bring him in. Um, but the cool thing is, is you can bring in the criminal side of Jyn Erso. Oh. Okay. That might be fun. Because he's doing that, but you could just see, they could bring Felicity, uh, Felicity Jones, back. Jones in for just cameos. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Plus, we can also have uh, Forrest Whitaker's character back. Yeah. There's a lot they can do there. I just... Um, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Nick brings up a good point. Um, and this popped up actually while we were at dinner. There was some nerdist put up about um, kind of beating the past, you know, too much past uh, stuff. Right, I got you. So I, uh, I would like to have them focus. And I'm with uh, Brightside in the in the uh, in the chat. I'm with him in the fact that let's focus on the characters we want to know more about from Rogue One. Right. If you want to, if you want to focus on that time, let's see what um, Blind Dude and Homeboy are doing. If you, if yeah. You well, need the to cool and, thing and is because thing, it's you know? going to be a series. Right. You can make it very serial, mm-hmm. so it doesn't all have to be like. I mean, you can have a major arc for Cassian Andor, but you can, uh, um, you can have an episode that focuses mostly mostly on the, uh, the the wills right. and stuff like that. Right. And I and I I think they could do a lot of things here. And also, I, personally, I love that side. Of the Star Wars universe, the um, the underground, the gangsters, the spies. I love that part. Well, it, it'll it. also be able to cross over with Mandalorian if they want. Exactly. So there's a lot they could do here. I think it's a good. I think it's a good uh, move. 
and it's going to be great for hard, hardcore uh, Star Wars fans. And I mean, that's two live action series is series is series uh, announced right um, for what is called Disney Plus, which is going to be great. Disney Play Plus Play. I saw Plus earlier. I think it's Play. I think it's Plus. I have an article late. All right. I let's uh, let's keep disagreeing. This is fun. <laughs> All right. So that's it for Star Wars. All right, buddy. Uh, let's move on to the usual roundup, my friend. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. Oh, and oh, crazily, it says Disney Plus right there. Well, did you put that in? I put it in. Open the article, bro. It says Disney Plus right there. Boom. Live action series for Disney Plus. This is from the Nerdist, bro. They know what they're talking about. I think the Nerdist is full of crap. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So let's talk about the article before we get worked up about it. Tom Hiddleston is going to return as Loki in the new series for Disney Plus. Right, whatever that, it's called. That's it, Nick. We've had enough out of you. <laughs> Nick agrees with me. So I win? Do I get a prize? Whatever. I get a prize. Thanks, buddy. All right, so Tom Hiddleston, let's not let's not, you know, skirt around this. Right. Hiddleston's amazing. He is. And he's coming back, and we talked about this last week. I right. do with uh, Scarlet Witch as well. Right? So new series for Disney Plus. Play plus. <laughs> Uh, so it's, so let me, let me find the thing. Okay. So it says, um, it appears that several MC, MCU characters are heading to new platform next year. And the top of the list are Tom Hiddleston as Loki and Elizabeth Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, which we talked about last week. Right. And people aren't sure if it's going to be six, eight, whatever. But, um, we talked about this last week a little bit. We did. But, uh, Hiddleston just came out today. Cool. Yeah, I mean, no. Well, last week I told, I said that we were, they were having a Loki one. Yeah, I love Loki. Loki's awesome, but he's confirmed now. Yes, no, no contracts yet. No, but, of course not. But confirmed. But Netflix, new animated shows. I don't know how many shows Netflix needs. Uh, all of them, but nobody can watch this much TV. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's not one person. I know, man. But I mean, but if I think something is cool, I can't. Okay, so the Powerpuff Girls creator, Craig McCracken, is doing a show called Kiz Kid Cosmic, which is animated, which is gonna sounds cool. Um, we also have uh, something called Trash Truck, and that's an animated <coughs> series from Max Keen. Um, I don't even know anything about that. They've done a bunch of other stuff as well. Um, the Will, the Willoughby's, which is going to be a CG animated feature film currently in production with Braun Animation in Vancouver. Uh, go go Corey Carson. I mean, these are uh preschool series from. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's an animated preschool series from Koku Studios in Berkeley. Um, Maya and the Three. It's going to be an animated limited series, created, written, and directed by George uh, Gutierrez from the Book of Life and El Tigre. Um, and then My Father Dragon is a two D animated family feature film from. Uh, director Nora Tuami. Cool. Can I just tell you, the more animated stuff's on there, the less time 
I can watch things because my kids are going to want to watch all the things and four out of the six things I just rattled off, I'm sure they're going to want to watch. Well, what did I tell you at, l- at dinner tonight that they're coming out with the anime of? Oh, right. They're gonna have so a- there's a cartoon for you, too. Oh. What, what, what was it again? Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah. So Altered Carbon, which is an amazing series on Netflix, is going to have an anim- anime. Anime? Yes. An anime animated series. That's insane. That show's phenomenal, by the way. I heard. Watch the damn show. If you don't watch the show, by the oh, you have two weeks. Just watch the show. I've got other stuff. No, you don't. Okay, I'm. <laughs> I hate you so much. I just wanted to see your face. Okay, release Nick, dates. Nick, you're now my best friend. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you might want to just not shoot that high, but it's fine. Um, so release dates: Paddington Three's in the works. That's Shocker. happening. The first two movies made a ton of money. And I didn't see either one, but, I mean, it seems like that's one of those franchises that finds a market and it's just going to Yeah, well, they're going. supposed to be really good, really well done. No, I mean, even Garmin talks about it all the time. Yeah. How much he loves going to see it with his kids. Um, and, yeah, Ultra Carbon's amazing, Nick. Um, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Did that get delayed? It's been delayed a couple times. Yeah. But it's finally coming out next week, and uh, people are saying it's on... Schedule for a huge release. Okay, good. All right, good. good I good. think they're saying eighty million for first week. Eek, that's a lot. Well, it's, the first week is going to include Thanksgiving, right? I know the kids been wanting to see it. It comes it. out I mean, the Friday before Thanksgiving. That's true. Good point. Good timing. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, no surprise, uh, open to fifty million. Okay, Michaela won't get off my ass to go see this movie. I want to see it too. Kate wants to see it. She says it's wonderful. She hasn't, and my wife doesn't like chomp at the bit a lot to go see a movie, right. and she was like. Asking me if maybe we should go with my parents and see it when the kids are at the at a birthday party on Saturday. Like, yeah, I mean, we should see the movie. Yeah, I definitely want to go see it. Yeah, um, Bill and Ted Three is a film has a filming update. How yeah, excited well, are you about this movie? I am. I love the first two. Me too. I love them. Um, and the cartoon. So and they're the comic books. Okay. So they're in pre prep now, and they're gonna uh, set to shoot in early 2019. Um, so right now everything seems like it's a go. Okay. Awesome. So that's that's exciting. Um, I'm excited about that movie. I cannot wait. Black Mirror creator denies rumors that new season will include sequel stories. Now, I read this story earlier because I was like, oh, are they going to do sequels? Like a sequel to USS McAllister? Well, and that's the thing. Like, these are it's an anthology series, and they don't usually do right because they're sequels. standalone stories, right? Um, I guess there was talk, and yeah, I have a link in the show notes. There was talk about there being some sequelization to a couple of them, maybe. Right. Um, but there's not, as from what I understood from this, there's not going to be any. I think it would just draw too much away from the original. But it says so. Comments seem pretty clear. That there's no concrete plans for sequel episodes, but that didn't stop some from interpreting that um, when rumors of sequels to San Junipero or White Bear hit Twitter. Um, okay, I can see School of the White Bear happening. Yeah, but I mean, there's that one, but San Junipero would actually make a pretty damn good, like, series, almost. You know what Which I mean? Which one is that one? That's the one with the two women that find out they're in the after, like, a uh, virtual... Um, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh. That one won awards. White Bear was good, because that was the one where they wake up and they're in a, in a game show or something, where they're being tracked by the... Oh, okay, I didn't see White Bear. So, you watch San Junipero. I'll watch right Well, I just there. need to watch all of season three. 
Senju Pero is in two. And how did I miss that? No. I think it's season, three. season three is the one that's out now. Yeah, that has McAllister in it. Okay, so season two is San Junipero. Okay, then I. It's like I, episode two or three. I don't know how I missed it then, but yeah. the the only one recently I've seen is the the USS McAllister. Yeah, because one you that one's amazing. You wouldn't get off me to see it. Plus, well, did you watch it? I did. Was yeah. it amazing? Christy Milioti is great in it. Was it amazing? It was amazing. He was good, dude. Oh, he was great. He was like. I love it because he plays the weird uh, cop yes. from uh, Game Night. Yes. Yes. And he was – so we watched Game Night not too long ago. Right. And I'm like, where do I know this guy? Why does he look familiar? And then I looked him up and I was like, oh, my God. USSS Callister. He's the douchebag. He is phenomenal, dude. Oh, so he's great. Good. He's an amazing actor, but that particular episode was so well written. Oh, yeah. so well done. It was just – Well, was good. it was up for a whole bunch of Emmys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but San Junipero won some stuff. Cool. So we'll watch that one. Okay. We gotta move on because I gotta get out of here. So Riverdale uh cast Kelly Ripa yes. as Hiram Lodge's mistress. Okay, do you wanna know why this is phenomenal? Why? Okay, well you know who Kelly Ripa is, right? She's from Live with Regis and Kelly and then yeah, 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 Kelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um her husband in real life is Mark Consuelos, <laughs> who plays Hiram Lodge. I so love that show. The real life wife is playing the mistress. I love it. I love it. And he's he's good. He is, you know. Actually, I was never a huge fan of his, but then I watched him. There was but the the role is perfect for him, right? Um, so, you know, it was like four or five years ago. Uh, Amazon did their first run of pilots, mm. right? What they had were what was called pilot season, where they made six shows, and then audiences picked on which two they wanted to get picked up in a full series, right? Right. And the ones that that the big ones from the first the first time they did it was there was a. The show that did not get picked up was the show version of Zombieland. Oh, interesting. The pilot was not good. And so <laughs> that's why it didn't get picked up. But there was a comedy called Alpha House, okay. which was about um, four Republican congressmen that share a house in D.C. Okay. And he's the the up-and-coming oh, Marco cool. Rubio type from Florida. All right. And he was really funny in it. Nice. And Venom, what do you got about Venom? Is that me or you? That's you, but I can talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about um, it. Venom just passed two hundred million dollars uh, domestically. It's just uh, just short of four hundred, to, uh, or it's no, just short way of, way bigger than I thought it was. Yeah, it's just short of uh, I think just short of six hundred million uh, total, and it's going to finish just over seven because it still has a couple of major markets to, yeah, to before it's to. gone. Yeah. Um, but what this happened, what this makes it much less likely to happen is for Marvel to get Spider Man back full time. Because they want to be able to put Spider-Man in this universe. Well, and, and it makes a ton of sense. If they're making Venom movies, if they're going to go down the Venom-verse or... And, yeah, well, you know, the next Venom movie is going to have car- Carnage in it. Right. And the Carnage thing's going to be amazing. Um, well, I haven't, did, have you seen Venom yet? I haven't seen Venom. It was very enjoyable. Yeah. I and the post credit scene is fantastic. Yeah, I didn't see it. I heard the post credit is legit. I, I, just have, I just haven't been able to get to movies, honestly. But I do want to see Venom. Um, and I think if the success of this... Like they said, there's any indicator. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, we don't want Spider-Man back. Yeah, they're going to want Spider-Man back. Yeah. Well, and the, the thing is, is that this was so much cheaper to make, too. I mm-hmm. mean, I think it's already at 15 times its budget. That's insane. That's crazy. Um, one more quick thing, even though this show will probably come out afterwards. Open registration is Saturday uh, yep. for San Diego Comic-Con, which we'll be trying for like we do. But we'll be applying for press in the next few months anyway. Um, San Diego Comic-Con is an amazing thing. Even if you don't have tickets, please come down and hang out with us. We put on an event down there. 
Um, it'll be pucked four this year. Oh my god, I can't believe it's and four. This is SDCC fifty. SDCC fiftieth uh, anniversary this year. So if you've ever wanted to come down, if you want to hang out with us, it don't matter. Come on down, and we're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be amazing. Absolutely, we have a, we have a good time every you know, hope, every year. Hopefully, my phone won't get broken this year. I hope it breaks in half. Oh, I hate you so much. So, thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, we are on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and the YouTubes. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at IMO Griggs. Uh, you know, lots of ways to support the show. Please reach out to us. Patreon.com slash usualpodcast is the best way to support the show. Uh, give us a buck or two an episode. You get some extra stuff and um, trailer time. And a bunch of other things we do on the side outside of the main show. Uh, AudibleTrial.com slash usual podcast. I just picked up the new Brandon Sanderson audiobook, um, which is called. I saw you put a whole bunch of uh, ratings on uh, Goodreads about. Sanderson. Oh, I just logged back into Goodreads because somebody told me that I should. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that that uh, was a thing that ex- that that existed. Um, but that's important. I um, guess was it Nick? <laughs> Um, it was. Your, it? your replacement told me to get back on Goodreads. No, there, I mean, I just came back from a writing event. So it was like, oh, what's your thing on Goodreads? I was like, oh, right, Goodreads. Um, it's called Skyward uh, from Brandon Sanderson. Cool. Um, and it's narrated by Susie Jackson. Um, that's the audiobook, but audibletry.com slash usual podcast. Um, check that out. Get it free. Get that book free on us. Let us know what you think. And of course, we have gear, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. And check out our support page on our website and all that stuff if you want to help us out. There's a new uh, um, George R. R. Martin book coming out uh, next week or the week after. And it's the first in a duology right. on the history of House Targaryen. So, yeah. you know, that one's going to be like a $40 audiobook. So pick that one up for Well, free. the thing is, if, if you're into big epic fantasy and uh, you don't want to pay $40 for an audiobook. Get it for free and get us some cash. You're welcome. Word. So we're out of here. We are. So, you know, and also don't forget, you can give your long day extra life and make sure those kids have a fun as well. Bam! Well done, sir. Have a fun. And we'll see you all next week. Peace. And then you were going to say something dumb. You, you, you slid that in, though. I'm proud I did. of you. You didn't know where I was going. Yeah, I, didn't, I knew. But I didn't know. But you're welcome. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. Even you, Nick. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Nick. You're all right.